Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Commented Podcast, where we talk about your favorite movies, music, TV shows, and more. I'm Tori. I'm Marin. I'm Nia. And I'm Nicoria. And the squad is backity back, 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 back with an, our first mini episode of the year. Um, we're going to appreciate you guys for letting us go on break and supporting us through the break. Um, our Red Velvet episode is still doing numbers, and I still don't know why. <laughs> Y'all, that episode has like 76 listens this month alone, I think. <laughs> it gotta be the Spotify thing that we searched last time. That's the only thing yeah, I Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. If you're new to the podcast and you just listened to the Red Velvet episode, will you please, please, please tell me where you found it? Because <laughs> it makes no sense that this episode that we did, what, two years ago <laughs> is suddenly just making a comeback. She's making a real big comeback. Well, it's not 76. It's 43. But still, that episode came out in April of, like, 2020. Anywho, um, as always, make sure you drink your water, wear your sunscreen, and wear a mask. Because Omarion is not going anywhere. Um, today, we are in a minute, so we're going to be doing a review of Netflix original series, The Silent Sea. Dun, dun. Okay. So, for those of you who don't know, The Silent Sea is an eight-episode um, Korean sci-fi space horror thriller extraordinaire that was released on Netflix in December. We all finished it, and so we thought we'd do... We're not going to do a play-by-play like our long reviews, but we're going to, you know, get into it, what we liked, what we didn't like. Are we excited to see where this goes in the future? Were our expectations met? So let's do a spoiler-free review real quick. Um, the Silent Sea, Nia, how did you feel about it? hmm that's hmm okay i watched it a while ago so mm-hmm. i think i watched it like a month was it did it just come out in december yeah right? december yeah the end of december excuse me yeah yeah and i i thought it was good i don't think it was great mm-hmm. so i don't i think that's probably the best way i can put it good not okay. great okay 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 what about you Corey? Um, kind of the same for me. I thought it was going to be something different from the trailer. I don't know why. Uh, and when mm. I watched it, I had a, it had, I had like a very hard time being engaged with the show. If that makes sense, I think it's because yes. I'm not really super into sci-fi space stuff. That might be mm. why I wasn't like head over heels for it. But I thought the acting was good and whatnot, and it was pretty decent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Marin? I'd say that I really liked it. I am into sci-fi shows. It's something I just like discovered in the past two years that I'm really into. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has a bunch of the actors I really like. So, yeah, I did really like it. Yeah. For my spoiler for you, if, you, um, if you're not into sci-fi, you're not going to like the Silent Sea. <laughs> if you're not into um, more plot than character death, you're not going to like the Silent Sea. Um, I do think you'll like the Silent Sea if you like um, a world setup. I do think you'll like it if you like mystery and thriller with space kind of included in it. Um, if you look, I mean, I can't really comment on the acting because these actors are fantastic. So whatever acting they're going to do is great. I think the only weakness is the plots and the narrative and the way they chose to tell it. Um, I definitely think episode one should have been episode two and or there should have been an episode before it. Um, I know a lot of people... Oh, let me put that out here now. There are some critics, palm colored, um, <laughs> not all of them <laughs> palm colored, but critics who now anything that comes out of um, Korea that is on Netflix automatically gets compared to Squid Game. 
I don't know how you could pair the Silent Seed to Squid Game because they are two separate premises. <laughs> They're nothing but alike at all. Nothing alike. But the West is doing what the West loves to do, and that's put um, international media in a box. And so, because and if we're being honest, Squid Game was mid. It wasn't fantastic. It was it was a great. Um, it had a great ability to make a lot of people uh, find it relatable that's a topic for another day but um i do think if you see the big critics people who don't really watch asian dramas what i'm saying criticize the silent sea as not being good compared to squid game don't take their word for it and watch it on your own because the the way that people were just like oh my god squid game was such a disappointment and i was just like y'all are comparing it to a genre two genres that don't even have anything in common without actually looking at the silent sea as an individual project so that's my spoiler free review and now we can jump into spoilers and what we liked and what we didn't like um yeah so when the trailers for the silent sea came out i was excited i was like oh we're getting budget but more than that we're getting bethana and gongyu as as leads what what was that ever gonna happen like Per, um, if you do not know that this project is produced by Jung Woo Song, now you know. So a lot of people were very expected for it. Um, uh, so the story kind of starts. It starts with a crash landing, which is where I think they had the wrong foot. <laughs> this is where I think they kind of went downhill on a lot of the narrative. Because like, how do you start the story assuming everybody watched the trailer? That's kind of um a minus for me on the plot side were y'all confused in those first few minutes of the first episode <laughs> um i wasn't confused because it eventually cuts back to her um yeah back to her back on earth what i was mm-hmm. confused was later on when they cut to the crashing actually happening happening uh-huh. and they don't show you the scenes they showed you then because then i was oh. like but that's what because you remember the whole thing where she's like there's water there's water um right she they don't show that and i'm like is this the same thing did what earlier happened actually happen because they didn't show it yeah so i was a little confused then yeah and so it's kind of interesting because there's like here's a crash landing and i i mean i think that's kind of a trope for sci-fi movies to start with like something's gonna miss and now we have to backtrack i don't think that was the perfect step for this story considering the world that they are in is not a world that we're used to so I wish they would have taken some more time to let us get to know the characters because the person who only really has an emotional tie to the entire scene is Bedana's character, who is Dr. Song. And so I wish they kind of we got to know the uh, other crew members more. But, you know, it starts off as like a, a regular sci-fi. Um, water is scarce on Earth. I was like, <laughs> have you watched my live tweets? I was like, I don't like this story already because you can't have personal pets because of water oh, yeah, conservation. Me out. I was like, oh, I was God. like, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> Do y'all want me to cry <laughs> now? And so we kind of get this feeling that um, Doctor Song is she's an amazing scientist, and something has happened because we um, we kind of see. Um, I was definitely going to call him somebody else. I think I was going to call him by his squid name character. That is not the character's name. Um, Ho Sung Tae plays a director in this story. And so he, you know, goes on this mission to recruit Dr. Song for this trip to the moon to go get a specimen, which they will not tell them what it is. When I tell you my black ass would have never gotten on that ship 
ever. They're talking about exactly. we want y'all to go to the Balhay station to um the Balhay station to retrieve a sample, but we're not telling you what's in the sample or what happened at the Balhay station. I'm sitting here like you bitches be out of your goddamn minds. <laughs> if you think I'm gonna go to space, <laughs> space <laughs> without you telling me the full story, and everybody's kind of like. It was kind of weird to me because everybody's kind of looking at Dr. Song um, like she's kind of like she's a bitch or she's crazy for asking for information about (laughs) their questions, Logical (laughs) questions? Because you know nothing. (laughs) The weird thing is like all these really highly educated people are just like, okay. Like to me, the fact that none of them were like, well, we need to know more much. Right. really weird. But yeah. No, that was very trippy. And so um, we, you know, before... You know, she agrees. She agrees to go because her sister was at Valhay Station and um, the government gave her compensation in the form of a gold card, which means she never has to worry about water. Um, Because in this society, your job or your contribution to society is how, which, um, which correlates with how much water you can receive. And so because her sister apparently died in space working for the government they're like here's your gold card sorry about that I was like, <laughs> that was dismissive as fuck and so then our fine fine lead man comes up and they meet they meet in front of the memorial gong yu is too fine for his own good i t- have y'all watched the interviews between the crew no no i haven't seen no it. i haven't either it makes no sense for going to be fine and funny. Like, how are you going to be fine and funny and act? The man is... <laughs> I did see his, the little Netflix thing they did. Yes, yes. Yeah. That, the swoon, the, the, the Jenga yeah. game. They are... He's just fine and funny, and it's just... God, the tattoo, the hair. I was like, we're living. We're, we're happy. <laughs> Every time more going to pictures got posted, I would spam the group chat and make sure Corey sees them, because we love Gong Yu in this house. And so Gong Yu's on the trip. We get to meet Dr. Hong. We get to meet Lieutenant Ru, who's played by Legion. Um, and Dr. Hong is played by Kim Sun Young and Lee Mu Seng. Now I love Gong Yu, but Lee Mu Seng is also another fine ass man. If you didn't watch um Daddy Dill Center, which is designated Survivor 60 Days. Corey, did you watch that one? I feel like you watched that one. Yeah, I watched, like watched some of that. Yes, he was in that one. He's also very fine. And I was just like, I'm going to enjoy the show even if I don't like the plot. Because <laughs> there was so many pretty people to look at. And so they on this trip, every, the crew gets to meet each other. They come out that their co-pilot is another woman. And then they get on the ship. They get on the ship to go. And the co-pilot has changed. Again, my black ass would have been like, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> Why is our co-pilot changing Five minutes before takeoff, five minutes before takeoff, and he's an asshole? Like, excuse me? The co-pilot, you know how you just, like, first of all, that actor's amazing, because the dis- the, the disdain I had for him the minute he stepped on the ship, like, <laughs> that's a hard emotion to um, evoke, and he did a great job of it. And so basically during out the story, we basically find out that, um, you know, they get up there, the ship crashes, um, they almost fall into a moon crater. <laughs> this is all an episode. This is all, this is, this is all episode one, right? Yeah. They fall into a moon yes. crater. <laughs> they almost fall into a moon crater. Um, they run out of oxygen to get to Balhay Station. Like this, this, this trip is obviously cursed. 
because y'all are <laughs> the moon obviously don't want y'all up there and so they you know the investor who was who had been at Balhe or invested in Balhe before dies on the way to the ship to the station because he got a rib who pierced his lung they finally get in and then they get in and they see all these bodies and that would again again my black ass would have turned around i'm like because <laughs> you okay question if you walked into a room and just saw bodies just bodies all in, <laughs> in the hallway would you not turn around oh yeah, absolutely I would not. Yeah. <laughs> I would not be like the in there the fact that they were like let's just finish the mission I'm like y'all don't even know what you're up against you don't even know who, <laughs> what, what the purpose is you're just right. thinking a they specimen character was the only real one why are we here <laughs> why is there no information exactly what are we going into <laughs> yeah I love Gongyu but Captain Han he was just like well do you really think the government he was like um we have to do it we have to do it we're, you know we're gonna contact the government everything's gonna be okay I was like if you're a nationalist having soldier ass to calm the fuck you know there's something wrong with the ship and he just kept being like it's fine we just have to continue the mission I was like bitch if you don't shut did you not did I am I the only one who sees the bodies did you not see the bodies like yeah, Doctor Sloan was the only one with her, you know, two frontal lobes working together. Um, so they get on the ship. It's deserted, but it's not. It's crazy. I think the kind of most eeriest thing about that first, those first few episodes, is the fact that Balhe is a huge ass station. Like you yeah. don't realize how big the space station is until you get into it, and then there are all these bodies. There's no blood. There's no carnage. Everybody's just like <clears throat> when Doctor Hong says it's like they drowned. You're like. But there's no sign of water damage in the station. And so it's we go in the show with this very eerie feeling, which I think was done very well. So, you know, things are happening. Um, the team split up because they're looking for samples, um, which they still don't know what it is. Um, before we get into um, more of the lore of the show, what did y'all think was happening or what had happened? Um... I don't know. Honestly, in shows like this, when I want to be interested, I do not think ahead. I just, mm. I, I just, I like prevent. <laughs> I'm like, because at some point, like, if you've watched space shows, you've kind of watched all of them. Like, you know, like, the show, mm-hmm. like, you kind of have an idea as to what the real issue is, even especially after you find out there's no radiation in the building. They, episode mm, yes. two, it's not there. That's not what killed anybody. So I was like, I'm not. I was like, until they give me more information, I'm not even going to think about what it is. <laughs> what about you, Nia? Did you have any theories? I thought it was a monster. Mm, um, I guess the trailer made it seem like it would be not the, tr- I think it was the Netflix trailer. I can't remember. But I thought since they were in a space station, they were running away. I was thinking, okay, there's something after them. Mm-hmm. That's like a physical monster that has been stuck up in the uh, the station or like a breed of monsters mm-hmm. or zombies, like that type of angle. I was, yeah, I was like some alien yeah. versus predator type Ooh. stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would have been interesting. I was definitely thinking um, like Little Shop of Horrors. Like there's some kind of, especially when we got to see the first kill. So the first kill happens to the co-pilot as it should have. Bitch gotta go first. I hated that man. <laughs> he was, um, so uh, when it happened in like the the motion that we see him dying, I was like, is this a plant? Like because there's no like plant life on planet Earth right now. So I was like, is this like a plant? that's like grown over and taking the ship or some shit like that. Um, and I, or I thought it was going to be space zombies. I thought we were going to be dealing with space zombies, which See, also would have been 
my friend said the same thing and i was like i would have turned the shot off real quick i cannot face <laughs> and then space zombies like, so, unless we're dealing with creatures that can breathe in that don't need oxygen to breathe. i'm not doing that i'm not gonna do it <laughs> no no it's a lot especially with korea's brand of zombies exactly. which are all fast which are too fast it's like you want to be locked in a space station like you can't even run outside <laughs> yes um, exactly <laughs> <laughs> right and so like okay so dr song her first you know dr song first also by the way we were promised romance i don't know where? who the fuck pro- exactly where, where is it where was it i saw that where exactly you? like where was it <laughs> where was Not it announced <laughs> which makes me think there's going to be a season two because the cast also talks like there's a season two coming mm-hmm. so Maybe that's when it comes to us. But so basically, Dr. Song basically got a message from her sister right before um, the incident about it happened. And it says Luna. And she decoded it. It said Luna. And so she's thinking, oh, she has to go find Luna when she talks to Ho Sung Tae's character, the director at the space station, who's like, Luna is Baohei's database. And if you get to the database, you can find out what happened on this fucking ship, right? And so... She's doing that, and while she's doing that, she's separated from the co-pilot. The co-pilot is like a mercenary of some sort. The little technological cell phones they had, I don't know why that looked dated to me. <laughs> like, I don't know what I was expecting cell phones to look like in 2034, whatever year we're in. <laughs> I didn't but, think it was a cell phone. At first, I thought it was a way for them to, to, message, yeah, to communicate without being tracked but they were tracked uh, like they found them later on but yeah i just right. figured it was some kind of space communication system that uh, okay weird. yeah it really did look weird um you know negative five for the space technology uh <laughs> <laughs> so he goes into the designated area where they think there's supposed to be another specimen and when i tell you i had to stop watching when this episode came up, because first of all, he walks into the room and it's all red, right? Walks into the room is red, and he finds or he drops something, and he goes under the table, and you just know this is a setup for a jump scare, and you're waiting. For it's it. the way I didn't even see that scene fully till I watched it a second time because I kept skipping. I can't do this. <laughs> I, I, my heart, I was like, no, no. <laughs> right i was like i have but i was like but i have to watch it i have to know i have to know but i was like oh my it's that was probably one of the most suspenseful scenes in the entire series i was like this man is about to die he about to die he don't even know he's gonna die like you know how like it's like every single trigger in my brain is like run 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 and he's just like and he and it's like you know when they like go into the desk once twice and you know there's like natural beats in movies nowadays it's like okay on the third time something's gonna jump out and get him yeah and nothing jumps out and gets him it's like he's under there for an extremely long amount of time and then you see like glowing eyes and i was like oh fuck and so then bedona's character couldn't find luna she comes back to meet this guy and she basically witnesses his death we don't know what killed him we don't know how he killed him but it was something that was obviously not of human quality um but they did hint it to you that it was kind of something living because bedona who is also a she's not a, she's a zoologist or she works with animals or some shit immediately like went into like doctor protect myself mode like the when you're in front of a wild character um 
as a wild character, wild animal. And so, yeah. And that's, so we kind of get this feeling. Well, not this feeling. We we obviously know that the radiation and killing people on Bahe. There's something else on this ship that doesn't want us to have specimens. And we still don't know what's in this fucking specimen jar. And so the crew comes. And they meet up again. They go to see where Homeboy died. And this is when the first infection happens. I was so sad that it was this character. Yeah. Kimi Sun is the name of the character. I was like, why did he have to go first? He was the comedic relief. He was hella funny. Um, was it Kimi Sun? No, it wasn't Kimi Sun. It was Gong. What is this character's name? His character's name is Gong Su Chan. Um, so Gong Su Chan is, you know, he was the pilot. He was the pilot or the engineer or some shit. Um, and so he gets infected. And when I say infected, I don't mean like something bites him. A speck, the most microscopic speck of fluid from the dead body gets into his eye. And you slowly watch him get infected as they walk back to the command station. And I'm sitting here, sitting here like this. I was so stressed out because, first of all, the infection rate is way too fast. That was the tiniest speck. (laughs) That was the tiniest speck. And this man is already sweating profusely, having um like hallucinating and like he's he's walking but like obviously something's not clicking and so um he basically gets affected they get back to the command station and he just starts to violently like exorcist level throw up water (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's kind of hard to watch for a very long yeah it was just sorry mary go ahead oh you know Y'all good. Go ahead. Oh, I just said it was violent. I said it was uh, really yes. hard to watch. What was everybody's like first reaction when you saw it? You were just like, whoa. Disgust. Like, <laughs> Disgust. Like, yeah, it scrunched up my face like, oh, like I could, like, I was like, oh, I've got to be painful. <laughs> it like, has to be. And it's so, because they show you the behind the scenes how they film it, and he was actually biting onto a hose Ooh, while oh, he did that. Okay. So that's really interesting. And the fact that the actor himself could act that hard, that it looked real, was amazing. And so it's kind of like, it's it just kind of puts everybody in a panic, but a standstill. Because it's like, he's storing up water, but he's storing up too much water. And so they're all kind of confused. And so they radio, they radio to Dr. Holmes. She says, get on your hazmat suits, isolate him immediately. And that scene where she tries to save him, and he just... And she can't do anything about it because she doesn't know what's happening. And I was just like, this is sad. This is so sad. <laughs> um, and then Lee Musang's character, who is um, Chief Gong, is his brother. And so he's like, get up. Stop it. Get up. Like, that whole, like, breakdown, right? That whole part, like, that first, I think that first initial, like, loss of a crew member was, like, really hard for everybody. And it, it's just, it puts everybody on high alert. And so there's some other stuff going on. Um, they really couldn't get in contact with the director. They're trying to get communications back. Um, there's a scene where Captain Han almost gets killed by an elevator. <laughs> um, and actually, if you watch the interviews in that, or if you rewatch that scene, you probably didn't notice it. But if you rewatch the scene, there's actually a scene that they took out because um, they thought it was going to be too obvious. But when Captain Han um passes out mm-hmm. outside of the station he has a dream where he sees a little girl on the moon like without 
um, any gear or anything um, yeah. on. And But if you look at the actual footage from the show, you can see a very tiny little girl. Like, when he falls and the screen turns upside down, yeah. like, on the... You know how there's, like, a... Uh, was it a valley between Baohe and then the next piece of land? Yeah. On that piece of land, you can see Luna. Oh, okay. So that was, like, a little um, <clears throat> um, Easter egg they threw in. But shit's happening. Shit's not going well. And then Dr. Song and Dr. Hong and E2 are in the lab. And Dr. Song figures out that if blood touches this space water, it multiplies. And I tweeted out, vampiric blood? It's vampiric blood? I was like... That was crazy because when when um when Suchan got infected, I was like, does this does this moon water somehow like take over your organs? Like, how is it working? I was very confused because like the body is made up of what sixty percent, ninety percent water, or some shit like that, eighty percent water, or some shit like that. And to think that it's a disease that like just multiplies the amount of water in you by feeding off your blood, I was like, that's who um that's a lot uh was anybody surprised by this or what were your reactions to that this is our enemy Uh, yeah because i've never seen water usually used as more of like i don't know like a good thing yeah life-saving life-saving and Mm -hmm. if it's not life-saving then it's only being used like you're drowning which they do use Mm -hmm. but for it to be infectious, that was I was not expecting that. That was not right. that was the last thing I was expecting. Yeah, I thought that was a good. It wasn't the typical space story, yeah. especially it when it's some. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. It wasn't a monster. Like it wasn't like mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, like it was a monster coming in to really attack them. Versus mm-hmm. the water was kind of the main issue. Right. Okay, so. A lot more shit happens. We're not doing a play-by-play. I just wanted y'all to get the gist of this. So now that we know that this water is vampiric, we know how to be safe for it, and that they're still trying to find out what happened about Hay. They eventually find the database, Luna. They go in, Dr. Hong and Dr. Sung go in, and they find this door on the floor that has plants growing out of it. And so they go down there, and they find an entire, like room full of specimens and while they're there they get attacked by something and they realize that it's a little girl no one ever told them that there was going to be a little girl no one has been told that there could possibly be survivors about hey this little girl moves faster than light she's obviously not human and so um dr sung is immediately on i don't think she's trying to hurt us captain han is like kill her on sight i was like for a man with a daughter that's a little <laughs> Um, is I thought it was a little out of character, but also in character because he's like protect the ship, protect you know, protect the specimens, protect the government, all that. We mm-hmm. find out that Doc, um, not Doctor Han, but Captain Han has a daughter on Earth who is sick, and he was promised that he can go up in water status, which means his daughter can now um receive medical treatment because your water status also denotes if you are able to receive medical care. Um, so you know earth is really on its last legs um so their first encounter with luna happens 
Um, E1, I think, or no, E2 gets injured. Um, he gets injured. They need a blood transfusion. Lieutenant Ryu offers for the blood transfusion. Um, they set out to look for the little girl that they saw, the survivor. They also contacted the director who thinks, um, who believes that there are no survivors. She, you know, she's coming out to be our big bad villain of not telling them what happened at Balhae and kind of like keeping everybody in the dark and all of that stuff. And so while Ichu is recuperating, we find out that Lieutenant Rue is also a fucking mercenary. Um, and so he immediately is just like, shit's gotta go down. Um, so they set up meme. I thought there was one fake bitch in this house, but there's two. That's the (laughs) I was so hurt. I think because like, did y'all expect him to be a spy? No. Mm -hmm. If you watch Lee Jun's characters, it probably didn't surprise you. But at the same time, I was like, absolutely not. But he absolutely was. (laughs) Yeah, there was this one. I don't know if I was. So there's this one scene right before this where the camera lands on Legion's character for a second. I was like, why, why, why did they show me him? And I said, is he a spy? But I also don't know if I was hyper aware because I did not expect Legion to be in here. So when I saw him, mm-hmm. I was so happy, but I was hurt. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that did hurt in a different way because you see how the crew is reacting to losing somebody or um you know their fellow crewmates being killed and for him to be like okay we're finna murder all you bitches i was like (laughs) where did your sympathy go and that scene of him and it's not lee musain's character it's the other it's kimmy's son the captain Mm -hmm. and he's like um the captain gets infected or he infects him or something like that and they're having this back and forth that right there that scene to me was really emotional but the audacity of this bitch to cry after he basically pushed this man to his death i said i know your motherfucking ass is not over here crying you the one who shot him you the one who let him get infected yeah, you are he wouldn't have got infected if you wouldn't have been trying to steal the specimens i was like the audacity okay but, you know, um, Luna shows up again. Dr. Song and Dr. Hong, um, well, Dr. Song realizes she's not trying to hurt them. She just needs the moon water to heal herself. And they're trying to do that. But Lieutenant Rue tried to shoot her again after Dr. Song did so much work to, like, calm her down. And um, so they, Captain Han and Dr. Song come to a conclusion that they're going to try and capture Luna. Um, and so they capture her. Uh, basically, Doctor Song gets a little bit of closure with her sister because she finds out that what was happening at Balhe is that they got the moon water. They realized it's very harmful for humans, so they started testing on, um, not androids, clones, human clones, um, which is illegal. Which is why they were doing it in space. And Luna is the only one. Well, Luna, she's like Luna four eight two or something like that. She's like Luna thirty two or something like that. Um. Luna 32 was the only one who actually could handle the moon water without uh, dying. And so basically Dr. Song makes a connection with this girl. Everybody is doing their best to, you know, basically get out. The director, they've been told that um, a ship is coming, but mercenaries are also coming. So Captain Han and um, Chief Gong also have to think about taking out Lieutenant Rue. Ryu while they're protecting Luna and Dr. Song and Dr. Hong and basically it all climaxes 
up until uh, Chief Gong sacrificing himself so that Captain Han, Dr. Song, Dr. Hong, and Luna can go out. Um, but then Captain Han realizes that the button inside to eject them or like to change it from to zero back to zero gravity is not working. So he goes back inside. Um, that's a really emotional scene. It was kind of out of the blue because I was just like, now you're giving me a little bit of the romance, but I also guess it was that kind of like survivors survive together type of thing. And so, um, basically what happens is that, uh, the water is overtaking the, the station. It's multiplied, um, entirely too much. They get out, the water freezes as soon as it hits, um, outside. Uh, I think Captain Han lived. Some people said he died. Some people said he didn't. Um, what do you guys think? I think he died. Didn't they show the little, the meter, the little heart rate monitor go flat? I thought they showed that. They oh, didn't show the body remember. though. That's like the thing about like K dramas. <laughs> doesn't matter <laughs> where they're put on, like what platform. If they don't show the body, then you know they might not be dead. So, right. Yeah, I thought he lived and like made it to that little rock, and he watched her walk up or Luna walk out without the suit on or whatever. I thought he lived, but I could be yeah. wrong. So we will, and also it's Gongyu. I don't know if they would just keep him for first one season and then kill him off. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, but that was the end of Silent Sea. It was a very rough, very rough summary. But um, what were like you guys' favorite scenes or favorite moments, if you have any? I think my favorite scene would have to be uh, when we finally figured out what the issue was when um, she got the database and yes. we saw everything that happened and she was talking to, I guess what was in her mind, her sister, like, why did you, why did you bring me here? Why did you send me that? And all the info. Nia and Corey, did you have any memorable scenes? There's nothing that's like um... jumping to my mind at the moment. Or which who was your um, favorite character? Me, oh, go ahead, Nia. I'm sorry. Oh no worries. Um, I just I liked all the scenes where they finally learn that Luna's not a threat to mm. them, um, and she like helps them get out of the place safely. Mm-hmm. So like the guys like, well, no, we need to follow this way in the tunnel. And Luna's like, y'all listen to me, <laughs> follow me, and she helps them live. Mm-hmm. And I think that that was awesome. Like like they, because at the end of the day, she's still a kid, right. so like mm-hmm. she behaves like a kid, and so um like those were like the best scenes because they were the most like not downtime but like the least stressful moments because the first half is very uh suspenseful yes. and so this when when they introduce luna as like a non-threat then i feel like that's when it kind of gets a moment of peace yes. um, <laughs> um oh who was that me okay go ahead. um i think another one was when they cut back to earth and uh hyo sung character was walking past the water dispenser thing and the fucking gate broke and all the water spewed out i was like i felt like i was out of water i was like oh my god i would and they started shooting them down well not shooting them down but you heard gunshots in the back or at least them like trying to get them trying to get them to stop getting this water yeah yeah i think my favorite scenes are definitely um i kind of like when we got to see luna just walking on the moon because i was just like um okay she's <laughs> definitely much more important than we realize that was kind of like a really pretty like kind of like into this mess um ridiculousness i also like the scene um where lee Jun put his foot in that scene at the end where he was crying and i was just like it didn't make me feel anything for him but i was just like 
good god like how traumatized must he have been to been a part of the people that um basically shut off Balhe and made them all die yeah for him to like come back and still making a wrong decision <laughs> so i thought that was um my favorite character is definitely dr song and dr hong i like their dynamic the two women mm-hmm. i really like the dynamic um and I really, I really did like Suchan, and I'm so mad they killed him off first. Writers really be, we really did be doing the worst. They're just like, we're like, we're gonna give you the happiest, most friendliest character, and then kill him off first, and make his brother there too. Right, really adding to the sadness. <sighs> right, God, that was awful. Um, did you guys have any favorite characters before we move on to like conspiracies um, and stuff like that? Probably Baydona's character because she was really the only one trying to figure out what was going on. <laughs> And I guess Dr. Right. The other doctor. Because she also mm. was confused. Right, right. Okay. Um, let's... So... Um, in talks for season two, I guess, if there is, we're pretty sure that Lieutenant Ryu was working for Hosante's character, right? The director? I have no clue. I do not know who that man was working for. Cause there's a yeah, scene. I, I thought it was um. Oh, no, 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 go ahead, Nia. What were you gonna say? I thought he was working for like another yeah. country. Um, so it wasn't for that their company they were going for. It was like some third party, like uh, Western country. I think that's what they because he was speaking in English. So I, I mean, I'm not sure. So mm. see, I'm thinking because there's a scene of Ho Sung Tae. And he's talking to somebody in a cap. And if I'm not mistaken, that was Lee June. Like, on Earth. It was kind of like a flashback. Um, mm-hmm. And he talks to him. He walks away. And that's when we see the water gates break. And I think he's, he had already knew what happened at Baohei. And he was so um, ready to help Dr. Song you know, find out about her sister. Because I think he wanted her to be against the director Choi um and to bring him the specimen okay so that's what i thought i thought that's mm. what, i thought that's what they were intending to tell us that Hosun Tae's character can't be trust um, but it doesn't make sense as to why he wanted everybody dead then cuz Jun's character was wasn't it, didn't it say in the little messages um eliminate them all or like yeah but he doesn't care he wants a specimen he doesn't care about them He's using Dr. Song. He doesn't care about her well-being. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think he was manipulating her. Mm-hmm. Which is why he was so ready to give up information because he knows that he thinks that if she if he shows her what actually happened, how their country or had handled Balhe, that she'll work with them. Okay. In the end. That's what I was thinking. Um, I don't know if that's right, uh, but yeah. Um, to critique the show, uh, I do think that they didn't pay enough attention to character depth. Um, I think if they would have given us some more time to get to know the characters, I think the show would have been um, better. I definitely think it's a great setup for whatever comes up after this, if there is a season two in any way. Um, what about you guys? I really don't have any critiques for the show. My main critique would have been if it was just a monster that was attacking them. Like it wasn't like how they handled water really surprised me. 
and it was different so i really don't have any like negative like not negative but i don't have any critiques to say about it mm-hmm. what about you nia hmm honestly i kind of agree well i don't i there were i didn't my my issues with it more were like sometimes it would feel like the characters weren't fleshed out enough to where i'd care mm-hmm. enough um and then some of the characters were kind of one note like gong yu's character saw like a lot of things happening and it was still like we need to get the mission done like he was still playing by the yeah. rules and i was like ah sir like look at all what just happened like it, it's a little like some of the characters felt one-dimensional yeah. some of them so i hope that we get more um i hope that the ones that are alive are like more developed there's better um i don't know just more building of the world and the characters in the next yeah. one what about you Corey? yeah uh, similar to Nia, it was like kind of hard to get attached to the characters and then like also like seeing the characters make like a lot of in my opinion like illogical decisions was kind of just like off-putting Mm-hmm. so i don't know if that's like that's not something they can change though because that is like the character that's how they're supposed to be but that's like one of the reasons i wasn't like super into it in general right right because if everybody was suspicious then the story wouldn't have moved forward yeah. <laughs> but yeah i definitely think that they could give us some more character death depth especially if they're going to keep captain han alive for the next season um just to get to know them better because for it to be eight episodes they didn't spend a lot of time uh on us getting to like feel like this the emotional scenes were felt but they could have been felt deeper if we had known about like if they had made it clear that they the two were brothers if they had made it clear about like what was everybody's um everybody's you know motivations to go on this suspicious ass trip besides you know getting their status in water moved up like their their water class or whatever because uh, the only people who had true motivation were dr song and captain han and then we learned about everybody else's motivation later but i guess it's also because this is like their job that they didn't need a lot of motivation to go if i'm thinking from the screenwriter's point of view but as a viewer i would have loved to um have at least like 30 minutes or one hour like a one episode where we just got to know everybody so yeah um i give the silent sea an eight actually i gave it an eight and then i gave it an 8.5 for keeping all the women alive because that never happens in sci-fi stories all the women made it out of this goddamn show i appreciate that because i was literally holding my breath waiting for them to kill dr hong and they never did and i was like period period point blank <laughs> um so yeah it gets an 8.5 for me i'm i'll watch season two if there is a season two i just definitely think there could have been a little more work on the script what about you Corey? what do you give it that was seven a seven okay cool mm-hmm. well, what about you nia mm, like a 7.58 like it's not bad i, I i'm ex- i'm interested to see where they take it um and see if they actually can make the moon water work because that's a very dangerous thing they're right, working they're taking with. it back to earth um, which is really not a good yes. sign like um are we ready for another <laughs> pandemic on their right. end because um, like the like, pessimist in me says that the government will just sacrifice a bunch of people to make water <laughs> to make more water right or it'll get loose by accident and then there's nothing they can do it's, it's too, late. too late yeah mm. right so yeah we'll see okay what about you Marin? 
Um, I give it an 8.5. 8.5, 8.5, yeah, yeah. I think people who like sci-fi will like the sci-fi see. If you don't like sci-fi, you're not going to like the sci-fi But um, don't take our word for it. Make sure you go watch the original series. It is on Netflix. It's not going anywhere. It was not released anywhere else. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was it for our first mini-sode back. We really appreciate you guys for listening. Make sure you don't forget to rate, review, subscribe here on Spotify and also on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you come talk to us at Twitter at commented or tiktok at commented podcast until next time i'm tori i'm Marin. i'm mia and i'm decoria bye-bye bye bye